It's Monday, January 10th, 2022. Welcome to a very special episode of Mostly Superheroes. It's our best of 2021. Let's get to it. Hello and welcome to Most of Superheroes, a weekly pursuit for the world's best stories. With an emphasis on live action superhero stuff, I'm your host Logan, back here again for a very special episode. That's right, it is season 2, episode 50, our official season finale if you will. And it is our best of episode, bringing you reviews from everything we talked about in 2021, all the superhero content that came out in a pandemic year no less. And you're not going to believe how much we got to chat about this year. I'm sure you guys have been along for the ride. If not, and you're a newcomer to the show, welcome to it. We got a big season ahead in 2022, plenty of stuff to talk about. But before we get into all of the exciting titles out of Marvel Studios, DC Comics, Amazon Prime, and many, many more, we want to reflect back on this past year and... Make sure that we remember all the fun stuff we talked about, but also help you navigate the crazy world that is movies and TV, especially in the superhero realm nowadays. It's tough out here. So we have WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, What If, The Snyder Cut, Suicide Squad, and more. Counting down our top 10 titles of 2021, you're hearing the reviews right here, and I hope you enjoy them. Thanks for joining us. Here's the countdown, and we'll see you at the end. Have fun. Number 10, WandaVision. Number 24 on the MCU title list. I'm going to go and give the whole series WandaVision a 3.3. Giggler, let's get any other thoughts you got on the show here and absolutely a rating. For sure. Um, I just I'm gonna just start with the rating. I don't know why I just prefer. That's to do fine. That I like how I like how you do it exactly how it feels right. Yeah. Um, Three point six. Wow. It's hard to rate. Solid. This. I like that you rate it first. It's cool to just get it done. It's hard to rate this versus the movies. I don't, I don't know if we want to. I won't even compare compare them. It's just this is like a six hour movie. That so, makes sense. So like I know, and I've also thought about if I go back and watch it all straight before Multiverse of Madness, would it rate higher or lower? I don't. I I don't know. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's a th- another thing. I don't want to give it too high because I think some of these other shows. Obviously, if you're going to compare them, I want to give some leeway up and down. Um, but yeah, I think three six is fair. I I loved, I love the show. Like the, the, like it's hard to replicate like the feeling of excitement when you're about to watch an MCU movie, and I had that feeling every Friday for two months. It's so like, true that that title runs. That's like that gave me goosebumps to like think about that because that's we haven't had that in. Ever. A year and a half. Well, even like that often. Yeah. You get the Marvel title running seven days later every yeah. week. Yeah. So like it's been a year and a half since we've seen the last movie, and now we're about to just be just bombarded with greatness every Absolutely. week for the whole year. So, and uh, I'm ready to talk about it every week do you for the think, whole year. Do you think you're going to see that Pietro again? I think it'll be explained. I've, I, 
I like also kind of now that it's still a mystery that we can talk about how, like that was one of the first things we talked about when I was on this podcast on like the third episode. That was one of my five questions of mm-hmm. how are mutants going to be in the MCU, let alone like we kind of got a teased on that already, but we don't know if it's there or not. Who knows? I think, I think there's going to be some, some relation from Pietro to, um, or the, the Pietro to mutants, but I think it'll, it'll be, might be March, 2022 before we find out more. Might be a while. Maybe even later. <laughs> okay. That's fair. PC Mike, tell us how you thought about this, this show. I'm very excited to hear you talk about this. I'm excited to tell it. Um, <laughs> no, uh, Pleasantly surprised. I don't think we really talked about it a lot. Um, I know when you gave the rundown, but the Vision versus Vision fight was action-packed. It was. And I think, like, we see all these things, and we kind of take it for granted, but there really That's wasn't true. that much action this season like that. Mm-hmm. And that was like a bre- breath of fresh air. Because I'm still thinking to myself, how in the world did they spend all this money making this? But, I mean, that in-fight scene was awesome. Um yeah, just some unleft questions there that we need to figure out. I'm going to go with my rating as a 3.1. I liked it. I loved Agatha. I thought she kind of fell off towards the end. Mm-hmm. and like I saw what she was doing, like she's going to use her magic against her, but then she gave her the upper hand a couple times. I was like, oh, but the character just kind of fell flat for me towards the end. Yeah, just like, use your magic. I'll like, suck it. Like you... <laughs> <laughs> that was all she kept saying. Yeah. You hit me, hit yeah. me. Yeah. And then the Ralph payoff. I really thought it was gonna be, uh, what is it, Mephisto or whatever, the devil. Uh huh. And I thought there was gonna be more of a payoff there. Like I don't know, he's in the basement hanging out. Right. Because they went to the basement. Like the devil's gonna be in the basement. Fair. Um. I wanted some more mutants, but they gave us that teaser. They knew what they were doing with that. Exactly. And I don't. I, think I don't think they would do this. Like be this mean about it. Like, no, that was really just Ralph. He's an actor. She had a little necklace on him. Made yeah. him fast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I 100% agree. Like, like I'm sorry, because like, I really do start to get just a little angry when I think about if they were like, well, we'll just cast one of them. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. We'll just piss everybody off. Yeah. yeah, we'll just make everybody upset. They've never done this before. Yeah. So, they're, you can just see it now in like two weeks, the premiere of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, <laughs> like... Hugh Jackman is an extra in. Oh my god! In, yeah, in one of the episodes, he and just everyone's plays, just like, "There he is!" He just oh plays my god, UPS driver. <laughs> don't do that. That seems, yeah, <laughs> don't please, do that. No. Please don't do that. Don't but, play with my heart okay. like that. But overall, it was something fresh. It was something new. I didn't think I'd enjoy a show like this, and I felt like we worked so hard. And then, like I said, I think it started off not bad. But, you know, with the sitcom-ish and getting those little breadcrumbs and then five and six and seven, I thought they were amazing. I just thought we fell off just a little bit. Yeah. Um, so kind of just like a bell curve um, with the season. But overall, I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, her being the most powerful person now is True. interesting to me. Yes. And is she going to be somebody we have to watch out for later on in yeah. the phases? Adam's got a lot of shout-outs in this episode, but he texted me and was like, is she being built to be a, a villain or an antihero right. that, like, she, again, we talked about Dark Phoenix and like that storyline. She just can't, I mean. She can't he, control it. Well, and guess what? It happened in, throughout the whole show, obviously. He couldn't control it. But, like, even at the end when the people were like, let us go, she, like, lost control again and started choking everybody. I was like, oh, that was, man. That was messed up. It yeah. was. 
was weird about that one lady who like came up to her and she's like, I just want to see my daughter. She can be whatever you want her to be in this thing or son or whatever. It that was, was Dottie. Dottie. Yeah. Remember yeah. the key to everything? Yeah. yeah. And the, there's another the, one. What was the, all right. Go ahead. More things. We should. We, I mean, this is the time to talk about. It. This is the season finale. Like, if you have any leftover when, thoughts, like, like way it. back, way back when, when Dottie got cut and the blood was coming out, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be a payoff." <laughs> <laughs> like, they exactly. Just, like, whatever happened to that? Like, what? I mean, <sighs> oh, so many, so many references to the devil. Six is missing from stuff. Yeah. Like, I yeah. get that Ag- Agatha's a witch, but like that doesn't necessarily mean devil. Obviously. Well, she did say at the end, "You don't know what you've done." Okay, yeah, that's true. I think, and I think, and I think that was that. Like, that is just like someone saying in like Thor, the first one, where they're like, "Oh, you don't know about these stones." Well, tell me. Well, they will in <laughs> Thor too. Yeah, I think it'll have a lot to a lot to do with the like like the chaos magic that that was being used. Like, yeah. I feel like that's a newer reference, and that might be something that could be a big part of what of what's to come. And again, Wanda did all this and literally didn't remember any of it until Agatha helped remind her. I don't know if like That's I that was all the way up until episode seven that she was like just like I don't know what happened. That's right. crazy. And then we hypothetically thought of hundreds of people that could be controlling her and we were wrong on every single one. So true. Well we kind of called Agatha. Like she was playing a role. She was manipulating yeah, yeah, yeah. but she wasn't controlling. It was Agatha all along. <laughs> right. Not really though. Yeah. She just showed up because she like heard about it. Not any, not anymore. I mean, yeah, she'll be back. She's just gonna be hanging out. All right, guys. Um, last call for any final thoughts on Wandavision. I'm excited to rewatch it one day. I will say that, and I wonder what that experience will be like, especially as much as we love rewatching MCU stuff around here. Um, and I won't complain about the time length when I do rewatch it. Well, and like we'll see, we'll see how big this stuff reveals, how long it takes. Uh, listeners, let us know what you thought. Write us in. We'd love to get you featured on fan mail. Next up, MCU title, folks: The Falcon and Winter Soldier. Number nine: The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Live action comic books are here, and it is so much fun. And it was action packed. Let's get into the story right now. Episode six. Season finale of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It was 52 minutes long. As the Flag Smashers escalate their efforts, Sam and Bucky take action. Captain America is here. It's a brand new red, white, and blue wingsuit. We called it. He is the Falcon. No longer he is Sam Wilson, Captain America, with the shield. I love the line right away. Somebody asks him right when he comes in and says, Who are you? Which I thought was kind of cheesy, you know, because, like, how do they not know who he is? But no. brand new suit. Didn't they say like was it like that's Falcon? He's like no, that's Captain America. That was that. Yes. Yes. Was that later? Or that, was that was later. It? That yeah. was later on. But this guy goes, "Who are you?" And he goes, "I'm Captain America." I liked that line. I liked him saying it. Yeah, I really did feel the gravity of like him going through like what it meant to be this hero. But you know, let's just talk about this suit. It's the first thing you see. It's the first thing you see in the episode. He busts through that window. Like this is the opening sequence. Giggler, you had thoughts. Yeah, I just think, I don't know, there's like a little, it looks weird in like the neck area, but I guess when you're having, like he has to have those goggles, so Mm -hmm. I guess it's going to look weird, kind of weird no matter what, but. It's like the alternative to the helmet. It's like too much white to me, but it might grow on me, never know. I I, I think, I feel like it took a while for like Captain America suits to be like actually really awesome, like Steve Rogers, Captain America, so. 
I mean, I'm sure this will not be the same one we see in Captain America 4. Four. Which, let's just go ahead and get it out of the way. Spo- <laughs> We've said spoiler alert, but since this ended, they have already announced Captain America 4. Just so you know. Yeah. Like, that's exciting. Yeah. But can't complain about the functionality of the suit. It's just... I agree. Just, just I agree. I think it looks a little. It looks like it's a lot. There's a lot going on. But to your point, you just kind of said something that gives me a little hope. Steve Rogers' suit was like super cheesy. The very first suit was the cheesiest. Mm-hmm. It was super red, white, and blue, and then it kind of got dark. Mm-hmm. You know, PC Mike, what did you think of this suit and the wings and the look, the shield? It might be just like recent watch bias, like we just kind of talked about with Mortal Kombat. Reminds me of the Vulture from. Spider-Man. Sure, sure. And like same movements and stuff. It's like almost like, hey, this stuff is really cool. Let me take this and do it on mine. But overall, I I don't mind the suit. I don't mind the white. I think they tried to do something different with Sam. Yeah, they um, did. They tried to change it up, do something a little fresh. Um, it's very America, but he comes in swing and looks pretty cool. Right away, you get a fight scene with uh, Batrock the Leaper fighting Captain America. Uh, Sam holds his own, does fine. Uh, I thought there'd be like more. Yeah, George St. Pierre. Yeah. George St. Pierre, the MMA fighter. He's an MMA fighter, yes. Yeah. And he's all, he's the bad guy from The Winter Soldier. He like he fought pretty well against Steve Rogers himself. And yeah. uh, Sharon Carter, as we know, like brought him back out for some reason. We'll talk about that in a minute. And uh it's kind of a kind of a weak fight scene. Kind of like the that that was the opening of the show. Yeah. Him fighting him in air as Falcon, and now he's fighting him on the ground as Captain America at the end. So that's kind of like a symbolism, I guess, of like just bookends of the show right there with the first and last episode nice. yeah yeah i like that and uh you know what's what's similar is uh you know captain america when he does fight batrock he puts down his shield and kind of like he gave him that hand to hand you know it's kind of that same thing because it's like his skill set but that being said i'm sam i just be hitting him with my wings all right so let's talk about carly fighting john walker who does show up with his homemade shield <laughs> gets bent to hell great value right away captain yeah. america like a super a super soldier punches it and it bends I think I had literally said out loud, like the biggest nerd. I was like, that ain't vibranium. <laughs> <laughs> like such a loser. I was like, crap, don't say that. Um, but he he gets a little vengeance path, right, for his buddy Lamar. Goes after her, decides, you know, he has a choice, right? At the, at, the, at the point of the big fight, it's either go after her or save this truckload of people. Hey, we called it. I'm just going to say it. John Walker has a story in front of him. He chose to be a good guy, and I was rooting for this guy by the end. Yeah, it's a cool like, little arc. Well, speaking of Bucky, yeah, could we? So obviously, obviously, well, I don't think we even talked about this, but like the credits after they it changed it to Captain America and the Winter yeah, Soldier. Yeah, that's the last thing. That Captain cool, America and the Winter Soldier. But like maybe next, like we've talked about season two potentially, but now we also have Captain America four. So we don't know what's gonna what that storyline is gonna be. Maybe that's just the continuation of of this. Yeah, maybe so. That and, would be cool. And it seems like they like should be partners. Or maybe the next season's like Captain America, and then it ends with Captain America and the White Wolf. White Wolf, that's what I've seen pass around. Oh, and I've also, like, I laughed whenever I kind of saw it, because I even like I said, you'll hear some of this that you've heard in the newsletter, but I said Captain America and the Winter Soldier 2. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's it <laughs> already been one. Yep. But it would be so cool if it was the White Wolf or something, but... Yeah, I guess because he really does like call the his past the Winter Soldier. Like he he like yeah. that's his way of saying like when I killed everybody and I was a murderer, that was the Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's my point. Like, why would he want to be called that now? He right. needs to like move on. Like, if this is this show is about Sam moving on, 
Is like, there any, Bucky's is there, still yes. still moving on, sort of, but like it's not. He, he still has anything his... else in the comics. That's what I was thing? saying. Do they call him White Wolf in the comics? Is that like a superhero thing? Because I always thought that was like I maybe think so. like some original writing from like you know the Marvel team. No, I think that's that's comic book, but I don't know how prevalent it was. Okay. Um, oh, I didn't. I didn't get your rating. You want to rate the series? Oh, you're right. Uh, three, 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 three. I'll give it up for you. And uh, I'll go and give it a solid. Uh, I'm gonna give it a three, three as well. That's a good score. I think it's a little bit overall. I would agree, a little bit below one division, but yeah, not by much. Yeah. Number eight, Loki. MCU town over here talking about fresh off episode six of the Disney series Loki. Talking about this show, Tom Hiddleston came in and as Loki is six in six episodes, Disney plus the third series of the year. I can't believe that it's come and gone. We watched it today. It's Wednesday, July 14th. The title is for all time. Always title of the episode. And it clocked in at 47 minutes. Description from Disney Plus reads, The clock is ticking in the season finale, which finds Loki and Sylvie on a date with destiny. PC Mike, Giggler, we have not talked about this at all with each other. We're doing it right here on air. Want to do some live reactions right now of how we felt about this thing. Giggler, let's start with you, man. How did the show go for you, and how did this finale sit with you after those credits ran? Actually, I didn't watch it. I had a, a variant of myself watch it for me. <laughs> oh, that's really good. Like a COVID variant? No. Oh. F, F thank, those variants. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> What'd your variant think of this thing? Uh, well, uh, First of all, it's short. He reported like. back that it was the best episode of any Marvel TV show yet. Whoa. Holy cow. <laughs> best episode? Yeah. All right. You think so? I'm, I, don't, I, I don't know. You, this is, you have the floor right now. I'll take my turn here in a minute. It, it'd be tough for me to find a better one. Wow, say that. that's uh, no. I'm I'm glad to hear it. You had a lot of fun with it, and then obviously a big ending that I can't wait to talk about with you. PC Mike, how'd this go for you, man? Coming in as the newer MCU fan when you started most superheroes, your three your three shows in this year. How did this one finish for you? It is my favorite thing Marvel has ever put out. Is that a joke? Or are you serious? No, I'm dead serious. Heck wow. Yeah. Heck yeah. These are some strong reactions. I think it. I think that show set up everything that we know for Marvel for the next 10 years. Everything. Decade. And just like, like Kevin Feige yeah. said, the biggest MCU ramifications happen in the show right here. Okay, can't wait to break this open with you two. I'm going to sit with you guys. I'm going to tell you the truth. I love it as well. It's super great. Easily the best one out of the three. Talking about WandaVision, mm-hmm. the Falcon Winter Soldier. Giggler knows, talked about it last week. Uh, talked about episode five. I came in with kind of a, um, I don't know, a, a distasteful you know, taste in my mouth about how I was feeling about this. And after reflecting on it, looking at each show, looking at each episode, thinking about it, this show is amazing. It's so great. High stakes, um, action-packed. Are there some downtime? Are there some filler episodes? Yeah, and guess what? That's TV sometimes. So, yeah, I think there could be an improvement maybe on the Lamentous episode. I think we've been rating the series. Oh, shoot. Yeah, we have. You go first, PC Mike. I mean, you can do it fast, I bet. 3-8? Wow! Oh, my. I said it's the best all time. Andy? Three seven, and I'll go three six. Okay, three eight's like end game level. I can't, I can't do that. Yeah, I'll go three six. That's fair. I think this you was put, better than end game because you start lining this Whoa. up against other MCU titles. It's not. It made end game for me, but for you, sure, be that's small. Fair. 
I it, Endgame is a blip now. See, compared and, to this, his we got to be careful. His ratings spiking up our ratings. I feel like Andy, <laughs> we got to watch it. PC, but he gets excited. We get real excited. Paying <laughs> knew Endgame was going to happen. He just let it play out. Oh man, Endgame. Well, it's like again, these things are in drawers. Okay, hey, hey, and here's my thing. <laughs> Go ahead. The, I love using Thanos as a gift, like to send to people. Yeah, but, but Kang, I think at least had a plan. Thanos wanted to go plant in a garden after he killed half the world. This guy like, had a, this guy had a plan, and he's like, "I'm just tired." Yeah, I'm he's so like, tired. I'm, he's like, "I'm done." But I mean, he he, he, had, think, he had a good setup though. The TVA was running everything. But I think he, I think there's going to be something like he knew what he was laughing. He's like, "I got you to do what I wanted you to do." Right? Was he and the create bad. madness? And then like, then they're really my neff and me because I'm like, "Oh, we're gonna love this Kang." What if we like love him, and then like we really hate him? Well, I love them because. He did a great job portraying him. Like I was just like super intrigued. Oh, of every word. He yeah. He was like his delivery of the character. I was just like this. Is, I'm I'm so excited because I was I was skeptical at first. Mm-hmm. Like I've read about this person in comics and just knew that it was coming in the MCU. That was it. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know. Like you can't really get that vibe when you're reading comics because you're just reading words. Like you. Not like he he delivered the, the lines super well. Like I, I I was very impressed and like I'm so excited for well whatever the hell he's gonna be in next, honestly. Well, and one thing that we were, you know, we said that like they probably weren't gonna do was bring in a big character like this, but they did. You know, I just think that Loki was a different thing. Mike's right too, Tom Hiddleston's Loki. It's funny, like he's a villain, but like he's on a different caliber even than like Wanda. You know, he's just he's just different. Like was it he's, somebody did you guys send it to me? Like on Marvel's website, he's moved from villain to the hero category. Well, yeah. Well, this wow. like that? this version, because, I mean, this guy's definitely trying to, like, save everybody, but he's also, like, she was, oh, man, she's like, you want the throne? He's like, I don't want that. I was like, oh, my heart breaking my heart, man. These two are great. These two actors, Tom Hiddleston, this gal that plays Sylvie, I don't have her name in front of me. Sophia DiMartino. Unbelievable. Just brings it way to go, Andy. Um, I am curious. Like, this show is called Loki. It's a surrounded Loki. It's about Loki's. But, like, why was it? Like, why did Kang... He's like, I paved the road for you to get here. And he's like, you go into the void. You coming through Alias. He's like, I, I paved the whole road. He's like, I never thought that two people could do it. And, like, you guys are the same person. You're falling in love. And it shouldn't happen. It shouldn't work. But, man, if if this place needs to be run by two people, and those two people are you. I'm pretty close on what he said there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What what is he talking about? Is it because of like how they are? Because this whole series is a lesson about Loki's, right? They always betray. They always they can't be trusted. Um, but like, and it's good and evil, kind of in this last scene. She chooses the evil act, and he chooses <coughs> the kind act. But in her mind, she was choosing the good act. Or revenge act. It was revenge. It was in the name of revenge. You're not wrong about that. I don't know. I mean, that's a big question because the show's about Loki, but like, I don't know, man. Ah, what a show. Way to go. Uh, this one really brought it. Yeah. We weird. could do this for hours, but I'm like on screen rant, like go. things you miss and things. Go. So he eats an apple the whole time. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange practices wielding the eye of Agamotto, Agamotto by mm-hmm. rewinding and eating apple. He does in the movie. He backs up the apple. So, and, it's, and it's a green one, too. So I don't know. Might just be there's Wanda. gonna be spoilers. That, that might be like a WandaVision type yeah. theory. <laughs> like I don't know. it's on screen rant. 
I didn't create the website. All, all I'm saying, the memes are out there, but like we had original thoughts on this. Doctor Strange, yeah, he's going to be busy. Yeah, that's what we should do is we should start blasting out everyone else's bad predictions and yeah. only talking about our ones that yeah, are that correct. Yeah, that was ScreenRant.com. <laughs> hey, that's right. That was ScreenRant. You know, well, you can tell what I've been doing. Like Even for Black Widow, we did it earlier. I do like what we called, what we didn't call. So I was, I'm, I'm trying to let you guys know where we got it wrong, where we got it right. I mean, we had it down to three. We said it's either another Loki, a King the Conqueror, or Miss Minutes. And guess what? It was two out of three. Two out of three. <laughs> and the show was called Loki. So I'm just saying, like, I think we did a pretty damn good job. We did. Give it up for us. <laughs> just to pat our own backs. Yep. <laughs> Number seven, Zack Snyder's Justice League. It happened last week on HBO Max. Zack Snyder's Justice League Snyder Cut is out. It's four hours long, and it's here. Wild. <laughs> I want movies to be like this. This is a TV show that's a movie. It is four hours. I took an intermission. Oh, yeah. I went to bed and then watched it the next day. <laughs> a lot of people have split it up. I've seen online a lot of people tweeting um, and on Instagram being like, I watched it. I'm finishing it tomorrow. Yeah. It was awesome. And you loved it. I paused it, went to the bathroom, got something to eat, came back a little bit, ate dinner, then came back. Like, it was a TV show in a movie format. And you liked it. Loved it. You loved it. Loved it. Oh, man. It's going to be hard. Enough. Maybe we should do the ratings first. <laughs> you guys already, did you guys already know, do you guys already know what it is? Like my rating? I know what mine is. I know what mine is. Why don't we just do a roundtable rating real quick and talk oh, about God. this movie? Get the, let's just get out of the way. Okay. Go ahead, Mike. 3.7. Oh, man. <laughs> I know. I was so excited to hear Mike's input I, the whole time. I was going oh, between. Why do you, look at me. Just rapid fire in the guy. I was gonna, I'm looking right at him. I was, gonna, I was going back and forth between 3.6 and 3.7. Yes. And you just talking about it, and I feel like i got to be a stand a little bit. I pumped it up to 3.7. This is awesome. I'm glad we're doing this first. Giggler, tell us how you talk about it. Just yeah, talk about um, it. I, I think a lot of people, like, the, the only complaints I've seen is a lot of people saying, that like the character still didn't get like that development, but like mm -hmm. I don't know, I, I agree that that's something that that you can complain about, but like there weren't prior movies. Yeah, I don't know if you. I there, think yeah, it's there hard. weren't there weren't prior movies for those characters, so like that's a lot to ask, even in a four hour movie. Like I yes, I I don't know. That's just not a, a gripe that I had. I still enjoyed this movie so much from the start to finish, where I didn't really want it to end. Right, so, like, even after it, four that's, hours. That's funny. In it's... one sitting, like we didn't even break it up. We yeah, we didn't stop. The only, time, the, only, the only thing we stopped for was when the food got delivered. That's it. Yeah. And that was good. Shout out to K-Bop. K-Bop. It's like yes, Chinese? Korean, Chinese? Korean? Korean? Oh, my uh, God. Yeah. It was bowls. They were so good. That was the only time we stopped, though. <laughs> <laughs> and you're right. When this thing ended and you're just watching those end scenes, you're just like, maybe there's one more. I don't maybe know. Maybe there's one more. I was, think, I was feeling myself think that. I did go through the previews, like fast forward, or the ending credits and like fast forward and see all the way to really yeah. double check yeah. yourself to see if there's yeah. anything all right so i gotta give a rating i, I think you should yeah yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give mine so too I, I, have, I have mine i gave we'll go, mine let's do that first we can talk about all of it directly after the movie i said right it now you're gonna talk about this monday so uh 3.5 higher than i thought yeah i agree i just like it was weird to me that even though the movie was four hours that I still wanted it to not end. So I was like, I have to give that credit as a higher rating. Like, I don't, I, I just didn't really have many complaints. I'm easy to please, as I've always said, probably my lowest rating ever is like a 2.8. So, uh, but this is still, 
I'm not gonna like I went to rewatch it today and I was so excited. And right, you're just like I'm happy to hit play on this. Yeah, yeah. Just just like me being a kid again. I'll just watch Batman movies on repeat. All of them. How good was <laughs> Throw this in the how, rotation. how good was Batfleck in this? I thought awesome. he was I thought he was great. Kind of nailed it. Yeah. Looked amazing, that silver suit. All right. Um I'll yeah. give my rating real quick. Yeah. Let's keep going. All right, so I said this before. I found myself doing like the comparison thing a lot. Poor Andy, I was out loud just being like, I just, it was I just helpful. I liked it. But I just, no, what, what was interesting to me was when like a line had been like removed, or like a simple line had been like switched out. I like, I remember the, a lot of the dialogue from the first movie, and I was just like, that's interesting. So as like a fan that maybe watches these a lot, I thought, I bet there's others like out there like me too, just kind of like not be, being able to help doing that. But watching this movie, all I could think was, this is this is fucking awesome. Pardon my French. I don't cuss much on the show. How did this not get your first shot? And like, this is my biggest question about the Snyder Cut. Like, I know there were reshoots. So, like, how much of it was the Snyder Cut? How much of it was after for things that have been redone? And how much does that even matter, really? Like, I mean, does it even matter? Because here's the thing. The movie's really, really good. And I just kept thinking, like, yep, yeah, this is all right, yeah. I had some problems. I definitely would have a, oh, yeah. an issue with, I'm going to talk about some stuff. But, like, with Dark Side, man, I, I was hoping for more. But I love the movie. Let me just give the rating. Knock it out of the park here. It's a 3.6. Whoa, we're all pretty high. Yes. I'm so happy. Me too. I was thrilled with the experience. I really had like an experience watching this thing. It felt so cool. It, I told Danny this. I was like, when has any movie at a home premiere got me to got, get off my butt, drive to the Giggler's house, yeah. and like have just like, I was like, let's just have like a movie night. It's, a, it's an event. It's an event. Yeah. And it felt like an event. I didn't want it to end. PC Mike, tell us more about what you th- were thinking. I mean, like Andy said, would I like more character development? Yes. But can you do it in a four-hour movie? No. But I thought they did a great job. Like, so much more exposition with, for real. With Cyborg. Yeah. Awesome. He has a backstory now. Even more with the Flash, like him saving that girl. Was that in Justice League? No. That was an awesome scene. Him breaking the glass the and music. going three and the music saving her. Perfect. Aquaman, that's the one big thing I've seen online. People are like, Aquaman wasn't as good. Like he was just kind of meh. I liked him. He was fine. Um but I think the reason I kept liking this movie and like not wanting it to end is because something new was happening every 30 minutes. Like, yes. oh, this is happening. Here's a backstory. Here's a backstory. Here's a backstory. Oh, guess what? We're going to add the most famous superhero of all time now to the show. Here's Superman. And you're waiting <laughs> on it the whole time. Yeah. You're just like, Steph kept saying it. She's like, when are they going to get my man on the screen? I'm like, I'm with you. Let's get this black yeah. suit going. Yeah. It looked fantastic. Awesome. That was great that we watched it with someone that, didn't even realize until like an hour in the movie that he'd never seen even the original Justice League before. God, that was a funny moment. My roommate, Mike. Don't go back. Don't go back. <laughs> no, yeah. I was like, I like it was a light bulb went off in my head. I was, I was like, like, oh yeah, you are. People... I, I was like, you're having the best experience out of all of us because yeah. you're just seeing the movie. Yeah. Yep. I had a buddy text me say, "Hey, Mike, hasn't this been made before?" I said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa." I said, "How much time do you got?" <laughs> Mike, our buddy Mike, that's been on the show. He texted me the same thing. He's like. Was this? I feel like I saw this. I was like, yeah, it was a remake. You saw 12%. Well, I say remake, but they advertise it as like this other cut. Mm-hmm. But here's the truth. They did reshoots. Yeah. They added some more stuff, which is fine. I don't, at this point, are there cheat? Like, I mean, the movie was made, and then they made a second one. So yeah. it happened. Yeah. And I think I differ from you just a little bit with Dark Side. 
Yeah, I really want to talk about this. I thought it was cool how they did inter- integrate him like here and there. Yeah, like he okay. wasn't a player, but he's like, Stephen Wolf's gonna me- Stephen Wolf's gonna mess this up, huh? Like, that guy. And like, I love that just guy. Like in the, but it was different than I think. I liked it because these movies. I feel like DC tries to mirror Marvel a lot. Yeah, yeah. And Marvel hasn't really done that. Like they did the Thanos like in credit scenes, but they didn't like put like basically like little in credit scenes in the movie, like giving you those breadcrumbs, those teasers. Yeah. And little things like that. I know what you mean. Like I thought that was cool because it set up other movies that probably maybe won't happen. Yeah. I mean it's a lot like seeing Thanos and yeah. uh like in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. You know, you're seeing like the 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 mission behind the mission and setting up the bigger mission. Here's here's all I'll say about it. It, it wasn't definitely. Not, I'll tell you this. It definitely wasn't even a complaint. It was. I said this to you, Andy, when we were at your house. This movie has been set up to be like the one time Snyder cut, and like it's not part of any universe. But I'm like, here's the thing, man. If you're not setting up sequels for this movie, I mean, what, of course you are. You're introducing characters like Ryan Choi. Let's just get out of the way. Martian Manhunter is in this movie. Mm. Like not in the first one. Like this character is going to be doing something. And to me, I thought this was going to be a one-time thing. So I thought that the big dark side fight was happening. So to see it not happen and to see them like, I mean, it was cool. It was like, see you at another time. He's like, I'm not coming in right now. He's like, I'm like, I'm like scouting you. Yes. And he was pissed too. I will say this too. I was, I like this dark side. I think he looked cool. I think he sounded awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I didn't, I don't know anything about dark side prior to this. So, Mike, I wasn't, I'm definitely not complaining. The thing is, if I don't see this dark side on screen again, then I'll be sad. Well, I know I said that, like, there might not be sequels, but there is some glimmer of hope. And I think it was in the Vanity Fair article. I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Zack Snyder said, What do you think is more realistic? Them to give me $70 million to do edits or have a sequel to this? Number six, The Suicide Squad. Thank God we got through all that bullshit so we can talk about this movie. Talk about James Gunn, The Suicide Squad. Saw it on HBO Max on Thursday myself, and then Andy and I saw it at the IMAX at Ronnie's in Marcus Werenberg Theater here in St. Louis. James Gunn directed this thing. It released officially on August 6th on not just theaters, but also HBO Max. One of my favorite parts of the movie, Polka Dot Man unleashes his polka dots on his giant mom, a.k.a. Starro's foot. Yes. Here comes a cuss word for you folks that are keeping track and got kids. I'm a motherfucking superhero. <laughs> and then, bam! And Carrie, Carrie loved this movie too, by the way. I just was watching, I was looking over every once in a while. She's literally laughing. She's smiling. She said, she's like, you guys call it a superhero movie. You know, she's like, this is a good movie. This yeah. is a, just a good movie. But, uh, you know, she's like that, that right there, him yelling that line, like, that's it. Like, yeah. these guys are just like this other group of people. Like, she picked up on like, the exact premise of where the Suicide Squad came from ragtag group people that don't want to be heroes. And then here they are just trying to like lay it down for this town. And yeah, dude, big ending, Rat Catcher. Yep. Who turns out, you know, Harley Quinn pokes the hole. Ooh, dives into these, the Starro's eye. That was and then all the rats eat it out from the inside. She has that flashback to her and her dad, Taika Waititi, and they're up on the same. And it It was was. up. They're up on the building, and he's like, "She's like, why rats, Daddy?" And she, he's like, "Because if rats, the most revolted, nasty creatures in the whole world, have a purpose, then surely I do." Mm -hmm. I'm calling it Rat Catcher. Taika Waititi gets his own spinoff show. 
Um, what else? What do you guys think? What do you guys love about this movie? What do you hate about it? I mean, what do you guys? I mean, I'm trying to like picture the rating in my head, and it's you hard. Do ratings go around? And talk Let's a little. Let's bit. just do it. Let's just see where it goes. Go ahead, Mike. Score rating three point seven five. Woo! Whoa, he threw a second number in there. I like it. Um, Third number. I like it. I don't think there's many things wrong with this movie. I think it's below the Dark Knight trilogy, but it's right there for me. And it's its own movie. It's its own movie. Um, the characters I love, and I'm glad I remembered to say this. They basically said, all right, here's characters that you know. Here's Captain Boomerang. Here's this. You know yeah. what? Clean slate. They're gone. They're out of here. Here's your new Suicide Squad. Love but, how they did it. But we're going to keep Harley and Rick. We're going to keep the guys. Yeah. The main. Well, not Rick. Not Rick, anymore. though. Um, Damn. Good yeah, point, though. That's dumb. Yeah. They, here they are. Oh, all right. That's done. That's we're not, or we washed our hands with that. Now we're starting over. James Gunn, I looked it up. The Peacemaker comes out in 2022 January. Wow. He wrote all eight episodes and directed most of them. Oh, man. Oh, See? man. And, like, how is that show going to go? It's got to be, like, flashback mixed with future, like, current state, right? Him and the – him, like, all messed up after this movie, but then, like, flashback to his life of, like, why he is the way he is. And then the back and forth between Peacemaker, Bloodsport, great. Polka Dot Man, stole scenes. Um, no one likes a show off. King Shark. Unless yeah, what I mean, you're showing off is dope as fuck. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. King Thank Shark, awesome. That. Yeah. Um, I cared about King Shark by the end. Yep. <laughs> I loved Weasel. Every time I looked, Rachel I did too. was just cracking up the whole time he was on the screen. <laughs> and at the end, like him running away at the very end, yeah. made it. Um, but yeah, there's not much wrong with this. Um, maybe next time, I know I said I like the villain, but it, maybe there's, I don't know, a little too cartoony of a villain. Maybe. Yeah, a little bit. But that's it. A little cheese. A little cheese. Yeah. Um, and you yeah. gotta and you gotta have a little bit of it because this movie's so ridiculous, mm-hmm. for sure. Like yeah, the ridiculous, like the ridiculousness of all of it is what makes it what it is. I feel like, but I think this is gonna jumpstart something, and I ho- I can't wait to see it. Well, yeah, I'll get into mine. Andy, let's go to you. I think you should start with your rating, and because sorry, lost sound there. You can start with your rating, and then you can see how like it gets your mind going. Yeah. So why don't you kick off with that? All right. 3.6. Woo! You just knew. I decided that Friday after I watched it. So I wrote down mine too last week. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm I echo just 99% of what Mike just said. Mm-hmm. I would put it below I'll put it above Batman Begins on the the Nolan trilogy. I can see that. But I mean those other two movies, like Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, like, can't. Not many movies are ever going to beat those. That's I think it's so true. I think it's on par with like those are four O's or three nines. Batman, Batman Returns area. Yeah, like no, right I mean, around I've, there. I, I, I'm gonna watch this multiple times just as a rotation of like a lot of the original Batman movies and exactly like like we just said the the Nolan verse. Like if those movies are on TV, I see it's on. If I'm see it on HBO, I can put that that movie on at any time. From front to back of that movie, and I, I'll have a good time. That's I think this is going to be the same. Where it's just going to be, on, I'm sure, assuming it's going to be on regular HBO, not someday. It's only on HBO Max until yeah, thirty days. Yeah. yeah, but then it comes back after like thirty days. Yeah, it's interesting because Wonder Woman eighty four is already back. And that there. and that again is just part of the test, right? Let's see if people go to theaters after a month or something. Mm-hmm. 
but I just loved all these characters. Like, I, I hope I could almost, I, I just like looked at this photo that the YouTube viewers will look at, and I could almost see a, an enjoyable spinoff for like every single person. Like, I know. Yep. Yes. That I, I would be completely okay with. Like, like I said, Ratcatcher, throw in Taika Waititi, whatever. Bloodsport and his daughter get mm-hmm. their own show, bring it on. Yeah. A whole weasel show about how the <laughs> hell he got to be a weasel and what, what he is done. Yep. So, or I mean, even some of the people that died earlier, like Pete Davidson, I, I would love to see Pete Davidson's hilarious. I would love to see him. <laughs> he gets a whole show just his, about him. His comedy is like perfect for this environment. Yeah, it fit. It fit just fine. But Polka but, Dot Man was not my MVP though, for real, and Peacemaker as well. Nice dude. Good reviews for both guys. Um, I'll go and throw mine out there and just get right in the review. I'm a three point seven. I loved it. I am with you uh, for sure. I see spinoffs everywhere. The whole time I was watching this, I'm like, I see why they did Peacemaker and I see how that's going to work. And I think like they could do that with literally any of these. I see what happened with this movie and it really gets me energized and really hopeful about what could happen with DC. Like you look at what was tried to be done with the Justice League and it was so bad that they had to remake the whole movie and make a different version because they just couldn't figure out how to make the Justice League cool. They couldn't figure out how well, like what to do with Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, and then guess what James Gunn did? He took 15 people you've like never heard of or know next to nothing about. And all of our gals love this movie that don't watch DC stuff. Something special like really did happen. Like this is a movie that you know, I'll watch this over and over and over on the rewatchability it's up at the top. Like I just, you said it, like we watched it two times. We watched it two times in four days just because we wanted to again. And if you're on the fence out there about seeing this thing on IMAX, I'm definitely going to push you over the limit to go do it. Yes. And we, we owe a big thank you to Chris uh, Killian from comicbook.com. That that tweet kind of is what got that jump started. Good call. We we owe it to him as well. And Ronnie's love Ronnie's. I'll always go to Ronnie's. Hell yeah. Ronnie's Fandango, Chris Killian, everybody that made it happen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, I mean, 3.7, a uh, DC movie that like, it was hyped up so much. If your any expectations were too high that w- this, that a movie could have been set up to let you down, this was that movie, but instead it exceeded expectations it really did. in my mind, like p- problems with it. If I had to pick nitpick, like I think John Cena and like, I liked him for, as the movie went on more and more, like by the end. Again, that fight scene with Rick Flagg, I'm like, this is a scary character. I want to know about this anti-hero. But the beginning, you know, he's very John Cena. Mm-hmm. Um, even, go I, ahead. I, I kind of would like to see, like, the, the shitty characters more. Like yeah. TDK. Yeah, That'd TDK. Funny. That outfit. Yeah. His powers. I just love how, like, his arms aren't just detached. Like, his bones are showing. Yeah. You can see, like, the blood inside. <laughs> just a little bit more. I'm not saying a lot more, but, I, like, it was just that scene was so crazy so funny that I wanted more of it. Um, yeah. Well, here's some good news for you. Mike ca- or Carrie caught this in the second watch. Doesn't look like he's dead. Looks like that whenever they showed a screen afterwards of deceased, that his was still lit up. Really? And if you think about it, they never shot him. They just shot his arms. <laughs> and they're shooting his arms in midair, and he's over on the ground going, oh! <laughs> he was just honestly cracked my shit up <laughs> when he's shooting his arms and he's just reacting to it like thriving all around the ground but they did show him like bleeding out but i guess while they were showing most other people that were dead 
So you could be right. What's TDK stand for? It's my, it's name. my name. It's like, but what do the letters mean? Every name has letters. <laughs> <laughs> then you, then it, it wasn't his name though. Stand for the detachable kid. Yeah. Um, rat catcher too. I thought that girl was great. Yeah. She was oh, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, like I wanted to see more of her. She just stole the screen. I felt like all the time. And like, what a power! Like I have this magic wand that controls rats. Like the little waving Sebastian. Yeah. He's just waving at everybody. Yeah. Hide your elbow was great. He, yeah, that he's suit was so he just awesome. good. He's, he's good. Just like, he is, but he showed up like in like this was a different character for him. Mm-hmm. Like he was like kind of like the character from uh, Fast and Furious, uh, Hobbs and Shaw, a little bit. But like that's what I was thinking. You know, a little similar, but like funnier for sure. Like whenever Peacemaker said that joke about showing off, and Interstellar was like, "Fuck, that's true." <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, guys. I think we got it. Anything else you want to add on this thing? I think it's an all-around win. I don't know if we talked about it, but it is. Uh, this was from today. Seven point six on IMDb, ninety-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Dropped a little bit from that hundred, which I guess over time you're just yeah. you're just gonna get it. I think seven point six is a little low, but I'm not gonna nitpick. Seventy-four percent on Metacritic. I agree. For an IMDb, you know, there's superhero movies that do better than that, and we're—I feel like we're proving it right now. It that should be in the eights. You don't have to be a superhero movie to see this. If you're asking yourself who this is for, um, I mean, if you're gonna watch it with your kids, it's a hard R. So get ready for that. But your kids gotta watch this eventually because this is just a fun movie. <laughs> exactly. All right, man. That's Suicide Squad. You can find this along with. Oh, I was also gonna share uh, some other folks out there what they thought online. Some of the people that we follow a lot. We already gave a shout out to. Chris Killian for getting us to go see this in on IMAX. This is the tweet that got us to do that. We got a little combo. You can go follow Chris Killian at Chris Killian on Twitter. Um, also from the comic book family, Brandon Davis, of course, went and saw this. He got to see an early premiere. And this is just the very beginning of his post on Instagram. You can go follow him at Brandon Davis BD. But in all caps, the Suicide Squad is insane. Wow. It's just wild. Totally agree. And then from the Facebook group on uh, on Facebook, the Mostly Superhero Squad, Kenneth in there, one of our recent new uh, uh, members, gave a spoiler-free review. Mind-blowing visuals and jam-packed action sequences. Hoping to see more of, of these in the DCEU. And I totally agree. This is, you know, that's kind of where I was going with it before is getting excited about spinoffs and stuff. But really, I get excited about thinking about James Gunn and Zack Snyder, like, maybe getting in a room together. Like, crazy to think about it is because like you don't know exactly what would happen but if you could somehow mix this mesh of like I don't know, one you don't want to break anything james gunn is doing but like how would you apply this to like a batman movie and would that even work and like would it be cool would it like not be cool yeah. i've said it before on the pod i'm fine with them having separate things and not connecting you're always saying that too i know and this is I, a perfect I example agree. Like, just let it stand on its own. Let it stand. We don't need to have 27 continuous movies. It's great. It's crazy how they do it. That is the But, big, like, what that's, if? That's like, the, that's not fitting for us. We just talked about that today. But we got this Peacemaker show. I just don't see Peacemaker and Batman, the new The Batman movie, in the Cross same the universe. I mean, I mean maybe, maybe this is- It's hard a, to think about. That's maybe this I, is Earth 2 or Earth 1, whatever they call it. There was, did you know that there was a script that- uh, James Gunn considered about the Suicide Squad ta- taking on Superman. Yeah, I did see that. Come on, Henry. I mean, come back to us. How I, it, I can't even picture it because Maybe of two. the DC stuff we've seen. Maybe two. Maybe two. I think DC is going to give James Gunn the keys and just say, "Hey, we trust you now." 
I hope they do, man. I hope too. they see what they're doing here. Well, they gave him a Peacemaker show, eight episodes. That's true. Well, exactly right. They they said, you know what? We like this already, even before the results of the release. Yeah. All right, guys. The Suicide really Squad. Wild. James Gunn nailed it. Go see it. You can find this review along with any of our other DC reviews at mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash DCU. Number five, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And it is Marvel's Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Let's give it up. Claps all around. This was Marvel. This was Marvel Studios doing its thing with a brand new character. And I just feel like they hit the nail on the head. Like, I didn't have to know anything. I love our approach with this, right? It's cool to know a little bit about the characters, but like, I didn't read up on Thor before I saw Thor. I didn't really read on yeah. Shang-Chi. I just went to see a good movie. And man, I just had so much fun. Like, a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, look, look at this poster. It looks like a Mortal Kombat. It does. It looks like colors. Scorpion and Sub-Zero. <laughs> it does. Might have been intentional. And this uh, image here is from the direct. Uh, appreciate the help there. Any other notes there, Andy? Other top moments you're missing? I'm glad because I didn't even think about the animals. That's the yeah, part. I mean, I think what we were talking about with Katie like being a great driver and all of a sudden just becoming a marksman right out of the gate with a bow and arrow. I mean, we don't know anything about her as a character. Like, she could be... It almost an, felt an Avenger. like I have no clue. It almost felt like um, how they kind of do it in Star Wars. Whenever a potential Jedi has like a lot of Medichlorians or whatever, and they yeah. Yeah, like they talk about like Finn and these characters that like aren't Jedi, but that like Han Solo, right? Like he has like a level of the Force because it's just something about you know it's that special something that like helps you like guide through exactly. Well, she drove him there. She shot the arrow. Like and that was a little, it felt ridiculous, but like the fact that Wong took her in the end, you're like, is she got something else going on? Exactly. When he said you guys and not just you as yes. in yes. Shang-Chi. So plus we know. didn't talk about this, but definitely a little romance between Katie and Shang. Like it was like a, something that they were both like, they're definitely best friends, but there was a 10%, like, especially toward the end of just like, and someone even her mom, his mom even says like his grandma was like, when are you going to marry her? Or something like that. Or vice versa. It was her grandma. Yeah, yeah. And she goes, when are you going to marry him? And, like, there's something about that. But, like, who knows? We'll see. So good. All right. How about a rating? Uh, I got. It. I wrote it down, like, just after the movie. So You go first. All right. I know mine because I said it right I said it to Carrie as we left the theater. So I was like, I'm going to decide right now. It was so good. I can't wait to see it again. I'm going to give it a 3.7. 3.6. But, I mean, this was the best movie I've seen all year. Mm-hmm. That being said, I saw The Suicide Squad this year. Me and Carrie totally agreed. Night and day, different movies. Mm-hmm. And totally different things, different setup, different ways of what they're connected to and what they're doing. And just different. Just totally different. And I, I, I feel like the rating for Suicide Squad was also it was right around there. 3.6, 3.7, something like that. That's I have, true. I have to go back and check. But they're like, you know, they're right there. Yeah, we, got, we got two good movies this year so far. I bet we have double that. Uh, by the end i feel bad for black widow because like it just wasn't the same (laughs) i was like gosh dang you know but this just shows that like you know this could have been a movie that i easily walked out of didn't really care that much about it was fine but no i want to see it right away number four what if season one marvel cinematic universe we are on the season finale season one of the first show that is animated in the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's called What If. The Watcher comes in. He tells you about all these new realities that exist, different versions of your favorite MCU characters. 
living, living different versions of their lives. And this is the big climax, folks. In the last episode, episode eight, what if Ultron won? I'll tell you the answer to that question. Episode nine, what if the Watcher broke his oath? So you want to know what goes down when Ultron wins, gets his body, and gets a hold of every Infinity Stone? Spoiler alert right now for the episode. Episode 9, this epic conclusion, a mini Avengers event. Holy shit, the best finale you could have hoped for when we first heard about this show two years ago. No idea what to expect when Kevin Feige was up on that stage at Comic-Con San Diego, like 2000. 19 or 18 saying what if and I'm going what would that be like this it blew my mind it went totally different route it got so big so multiversal huge I absolutely loved the big series finale Andy I can't wait to hear about it I'm gonna give it up for it real quick well deserved got to nerd out a little bit man it's pretty awesome tell me what you thought of this these last two like you just called this like an Avengers level event like that's exactly what it was like, if we saw this in live action, it would be so cool. Oh, my gosh. But like, it also was so great, how exactly how it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looks great. Looked great. Sounded great. Like, it feels more than a cartoon. No, I didn't at first. The first few episodes, I was, like, getting getting used to it. I think, I don't know. It just, this this Ultron just, just killed it. They knocked it out of the park. What a, like, when he was on screen, I just kind of, like, even though it was, not live action. I just, I, I kind of felt like it was. You could feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the stakes. The stakes were high. Let's get into it. Episode eight ends, right? Spoiler alert. We already gave it. The Watcher has decided he cannot defeat Ultron himself. Ultron's too powerful. He has all six Infinity Stones. He's figured out about the multiverse and he's on the hunt to kill the Watcher. Watcher goes and gets at the end of the episode Dr. Stephen Strange, this uh, Strange Supreme. The episode the from episode four, I think. And in this episode, it picks right back up. Time to scoop up all the heroes that you've met this season. That's right. Star Lord T'Challa. He's facing off on another er, on his earth, about to save the day from ego. You know, all the cliffhangers get a little bit of a payoff. Did you notice that? Dairy Queen. You get the Dairy Queen, <laughs> it's back. Uh Chris Pratt. It's not Chris Pratt. Uh Peter Quill is there. He's not, he's not, he's not Star-Lord. T'Challa is, but he saves him, blows up Ego. Watcher comes in, says, T'Challa, Star-Lord, you've been chosen. Goes and gets Peggy Carter from the first episode. He already picked up Stephen Strange, the Dark uh, Supreme, Strange Supreme. He gets the Thor from the Thor party world. Thor's back there fighting off Ultron droids from that season finale. And he picks up Black Widow from because they go to the world where the Black Widow and Clint uh, we're from with where the Ultron came from, essentially. Yep. Um, who else they get in there? There's one more Killmonger from Tony Stark. Yeah. When Killmonger's killed Tony Stark, tricked his way into Wakanda, you come back, what's happened? Pepper Potts and Siri, uh, Shiri, Shiri, Shiri. uh, T'Challa's sister, they are on the hunt for Killmonger. They're about to like get him, essentially. Which I mean, I think whenever he gets sent back, you know, he'd probably be taken away, but we'll talk about what happens in the end. Yeah. Um, he's assembled an army. He's assembled a team, really. And the Watcher brings them all to a bar out of time, like a pub. And the pub is the pub from Captain America, the first Avenger. If you could tell, there's a picture of Steve in there. They like built this, like it looks exactly the same as the movie. It's awesome. And 
it's very straightforward and to the point. The Watcher says, listen, I've pulled you all from your own multiverses. And they're like, oh, the multiverse is real. And we have to face off against a villain that has all the Infinity Stones, Ultron, and he has the power to destroy all your realities. And we're going to go do it. And he gives them the name, the Guardians of the Multiverse. What do you think of that? So dope. Do we forget Gamora? Oh, of course. And the star of the, and I think that's why I forgot, the star of the episode, the first time we get her, Maybe the coolest scene of the movie. And that's one that we have not seen prior. Hadn't seen her at all yet. And where do we find her? On her world. Guess where she was? She was an escapee of Sakaar. So she was on Sakaar for a while. She escapes. She takes down Thanos with what looks like the help of who? Tony Stark. Tony Stark is there in a space junker Iron Man suit. That episode is coming in season two, FYI. How do you know that? I saw it on Twitter. I don't, I unfortunately, I don't remember the source. It's got to be I've real. I've seen people talking about it a lot. Like, I asked because I'm excited. Yeah. I like, love it. Maybe the best part of the episode, right? Like, you've got this Iron Man and this Gamora. What are they doing? They're melting down the Infinity Gauntlet. And she's got the full Thanos uh, armor on. She's got the Thanos sword. And Tony's there, like, hey, I've been thinking we need to put a armor around the world, an armor around the universe, actually. <laughs> and I'm just going, oh my God, this guy's about to do it again. I know. <laughs> I know. And the watcher's like, not you, Stark. Not you. Gamora, you're with me. So, yes, Gamora comes, and she's definitely key in, in, in helping destroy uh, this Ultron. So they, they we come in, and there's no messing around. The, the, I mean, 80% of the episode is the fight scene. And of epic proportions, I'd say. Uh, just to do some big stuff here. You got Doctor Strange Supreme basically doing a protective spell on all of them. So, like, they're all, like, they can all take massive blows, essentially. Take down Ultron. Peggy Carter jumps on his back, pulls the face shield up as the arrow is shot. Really nice moment. She says, this is for you, Clint, and goes into his eye, and Dr. Zola is back. Again. Again, takes over. The stones come out, and what do you know? You knew it. Killmonger playing his same old game. All right, they get the stones all the way out. Ultron is defeated. He's totally dead. They have done it, but Killmonger decides, I'm going to keep the stones for myself. How am I going to do this? I've rigged an Ultron helmet for me to use his armor now. He gets all the armor on him. He gets the stones, and the uh, guardians of the multiverse are all like, Jesus, this guy just turned on us, and he's going to kill us until Zola stands up in the Ultron body. He's got the Zola face on his chest. Apparently, this is straight out of the comics. And he, I, I guessed that too. I was like, "What is what's happening?" And he goes, "Hello, da, da. <laughs> I'm here. I'm alive." And he's like, "He goes, that's actually my armor. That belongs to me." And he brings all the armor off a of Killmonger, and he gets the stones suspended in midair, and they're both reaching for it, and the energy's just going. It's ex- exploding. It's going exponentially. What does Doctor Strange do? Within a moment, he shrinks them. Or was this the Watcher combination of was it the Watcher? Or was it strange? I think it was strange. Strange. I Brings think, yeah. them down into basically like a prison prison like he was in and yeah. freezes them kind of in time. Like a pocket dimension. Or like something. a pocket dimension. And he's like, I got him. And the watcher says, you're going to have to watch him. And he goes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that's just it. He's just going to be in his own little prison watching this. So um, probably a story for another day, right? Oh, like yeah. you got this Killmonger and this Ultron with Zola's body in it fighting over the stones, well, they're just in a prison, so, like, they'll come back at some point. But we should definitely rate the series. I'm going to go with 3.3. And I'm going to go with 
3.35. Copier. Oh, wait. Nope. You're different. Yeah, just a little. Well, I was like, I like it a little bit more, I think. Just yeah. a little bit. Uh, but what, what do you think about this thing? Obviously, you felt good about it. Yeah, I loved it. I'm like this out of everything so far, though. This is probably the most rewatchable to me. Um, like I didn't this episode? The best rating. No, no, I mean the show out of the show so far. Sorry. Yeah, the shows I'd call this the most rewatchable. Like, I feel like I could go watch, pick and choose a few episodes. Like, there's some I'd, I'd just skip, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but, like, these last two impressed me so much to mm-hmm. where I'd watch them just for the Ultron because that was just unreal. Not James Spader. You think we could see it in, I mean, we could see that in, like, the multiverse in real life, some MCU live action? You never know. Yeah, I mean, that's what the whole point of all that's this, what, right, is, right? Multiverse is, like, anything's possible. Yeah, I've seen people, like, speculate, oh, we're going to see some of these characters in, like, the Doctor Strange movies because well, that'll be multiverse. And like, I can see that for sure. Yeah. Why not? Man, I want to see, and we've, what have we heard, too, right? We've heard that certain versions of these characters, certain characters in the show could be live action one day. Yeah. I mean, you're totally spot on. Like, there's no, there's there's infinite ways that these guys could pop in to a show or a movie that you see in the future. It's just a question of like, how do you do that? Right. Cause you gotta like, you gotta do, you gotta tell that the right way, but I mean, I'm sure they will. Yeah. There'll be a lot of people that are like, I don't know who the heck that is, but I guess in the end, does it really matter? Yeah. It's a new character to them. So they'll enjoy it still probably. All right, man. Anything else on what if pretty good, huh? I, I, I concur. I can't wait for season two. I just think it's going to be a while because animation just takes so much longer. Does it? I thought yeah. it was a lot faster. No, I think it's longer. I think it depends on how they, they draw yeah. it, but like they, you can do a lot of the voiceover stuff like remotely. Yeah, yeah. But who knows? Number three, Eternals. It's Eternals. We're going to break it wide open and tell you all about it. Marvel Studios Eternals features an exciting new team of superheroes in the Marvel Cinematic Universe ancient aliens who have been living on Earth in in secret for thousands of years. Following the events of Avengers Endgame, an unexpected tragedy forces them out of the shadows to reunite against mankind's most ancient enemy, the Deviants. Directed by Chloe Zhao, this has an all-star cast. Angelina Jolie, Gemma Chan, Richard Madden, Kumail Nanjani, Lauren Ridloff, Brian Tyree Henry, Salma Hayek, Leah McHugh, Don Lee, and Kit Harrington. This came out on November 5th, 2021, and we just saw it Friday. November 5th. We saw it the day it came out. Yep. That's the official release, but it also comes, I mean, they always say the- Drops on Thursdays. Oh, yeah. There was even a Wednesday showing at Ronnie's. What's up with these? It's like they almost just lie about the release date. It's kind of like cars. We're like, this is the 2023 model. (laughs) But you're like, how? It's one of those things. Uh, either Makes way, sense. Um, it's doing okay out there just to get the budget out of the way. This thing had $200 million to play with. And so far, opening weekend, $71 million. For comparison, Venom 2 did $90 million, Black Widow did $80 million, and Shang-Chi did $75 million. So it's doing just fine. Yeah. Uh, for the folks out there actually that uh, like this online, we want to tell you so far, I mean, we're only a few days in. 48% Rotten Tomatoes, 6.9 on IMDb, 53% on Metacritic. We'll let this run for a few more yeah, weeks and see yeah. where it lands, but 48%. I think the, the internet is doing what the internet will do. It's exactly There's right. There's a lot of review bombing yes, going on. And it always happens. Let's it happens every time with some sort of controversial outside of the box 
kind of film. I think they did try to sprinkle a a lot in there, but for me and the pace that it's moving, it felt just fine. Yeah. And the stakes felt real. It felt like a darker twist on the MCU. For as convoluted and expansive as the topics are in this film, I felt fine, felt grounded. And even though there were some choppiness in the middle where, you know, you're trying to really understand, I still grasped the overall story. You know, when uh, Ajak and Icarus are having their conversation, like the day that she he kills her, mm. you know, I'm, I'm there and I'm thinking, I understand this. You know, this is, I'm, 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 I see where it came from. I see where it's going. What I love, like, you know, two, three movies before this to maybe play into this a little bit more, a little bit more exposition. Absolutely. But I think for this being the bust out film beginning to end, I really had a good time. I left there with that high energy and me and Carrie sat and talked about this for an hour and a half, like two hours after we got home, because it was just making, it was getting the wheels turning in my head, just about where it could go, what these characters could mean, Harisham and the other celestials and what in the world could possibly be going on out there. And Earth, like, seeing it happen at the end, like, none of this, like, beat around the bush. Like, let's just go for it. Like, we're going to give you enough for this to be a fun movie. And I gave this thing a 3.3. Oh, wow. Nice. I knew yours was going to be the highest. Yeah. I was surprised. You came out with the most hype, for sure. Yeah. I was pumped. Yeah. Um, But I love the variety in our scores. And it's my favorite thing about what we do sometimes when it lines up like that. You get Cecil on the phone. I can't wait to see it again. Exactly. Can't wait to see this. Get that score up. Absolutely. And honestly, if anything, just excited about what it has planted the seeds for. Yeah, I can't wait to see where it goes. Yeah. Eternals. Eternals. Come and gone, just like that. You think we'll see another? I think so. I think you yeah. get Eternals. I think you absolutely get Eternals too. And, yeah, you know, there's there's way too many threads left to not do another. And does it happen in Eternals too, or is there other movies? This is the big Marvel question, right? Do you see it in a sequel? Or do you see it somewhere else? Either right. way, we're gonna see more. Yeah, we're not done. This I, I knew. can't wait to see where it goes. Yes, you know, and we didn't touch on what did what did they make for themselves? Yeah, what. Bracelets. Bracelets. How many of them were there? Ten. What are bracelets look like? Rings. <laughs> <laughs> What's another word for bracelets? Rings. Rings. And you know what? Old. They're very old. Spoiler alert for Shang-Chi. Yeah. But I'm telling you, man, that end of it is, we don't know what this is made of. It's way older than four or 5,000 years. It's not vibranium. Did we just find out where these things were made? I think so. Do you think it was made by our Eternals and like put in a box somewhere? You know, he kind of made those, Faistos made those pretty quick. Like maybe he had made them before and wow. had his memory erased. Oh, oh my gosh. And they came right to him like, uh, maybe I'll make some bracelets. I'll just, Could be. I, oh, here are the, what are these plans? Right. And so I think, feel like someone predicted this. Yeah. I don't, was, I don't it, remember who it was, but one of us did. Was it you? No, I don't. I maybe we definitely. Did we, I know we definitely connected. Like we we're like there might be a Shang Chi connection. Um, because did, did we? We may have specifically. I remember said the seeing yeah. saying one of us saying like the only thing that would make sense by the like they're just saying basically that that credit scene in Shang Chi, they basically are like these rings are hella old. Yeah, super old. So, so old and not vibranium. Yeah. So for me, I'm like off world. 
So, yeah. Number two, Hawkeye. Let's do it. Set it up. MCU Town. This is the 31st title, the fifth show of 2021 on Disney Plus coming out of Marvel Studios. It's called Hawkeye. Our boy Scotty, who said on our last episode, favorite yeah. show on Disney Plus, period. Yep. 100%. Still, still true after the finale? Yes. yes. Wow. Wow. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, definitely not my favorite of the MCU show so far. Um, and that's just just based solely on Hawkeye's never been just does doesn't do it for me it's versus other other options that we have on this uh show a, a slate of shows in the on the horizon and in the past but um and yeah kate bishop i definitely like you said i'd like i like to see her in, in more movies maybe a, maybe a season two of this um i thought it at first i thought the christmas theme would be kind of lame but i actually really liked it now in in hindsight um do you think you'd like it in the summer we'll see We'll find out. I definitely we? need to rewatch this. I did. I didn't watch it as like intently as I had for other shows because we didn't. We weren't going week to week for recording, so it was kind of like, yep. I kind of was like, oh, I'll rewatch it, and I just never got around to it. But sure, go for a uh, three out of four. I think three out of four. Point. Yeah, and I didn't give my rating. I'll go and get it out of the way too. Yeah, I'll give it a solid uh, three out of four as well. All right, screw those ratings. Scotty Scoop, tell amateurs. us what you thought. Yeah, of you're this all show. amateurs I'm not even and trash. Tell us about Hawkeye, dude. Just oh this man, is your time. I loved the show. Uh, <laughs> like I said, my favorite, definitely hands down, favorite show um, on Disney Plus so far. Wow, um, great. Um, I, and I'm gonna. You guys might be floored by this. If they were to edit this season together into one movie, yep. This would make my top ten. Hawkeye the movie. Wow. Yeah. yeah, you yeah, for sure. Wow. hundred percent. Um three point eight. Woo! Coming in hot. I mean. I loved it. You loved it. Loved it. You're here for it. You want more of the, it. The the setting, the characters, you like the, the style. story, the style, the artwork. Yep. Everything. Yeah. Give it give me more. You're you're pretty impressed with how they took that source material, brought it into a oh, live yeah. action show. Yeah. They it's, did a good job. Uh, man, I couldn't believe it. Um, what was going on with that watch? Oh, here we go. Yeah, the watch. So um, she finally gets the watch back. Uh, his wife. Clint, Clint's got the, the watch, gives it to Laura, his wife. Yes. Um, turns it to the back. Shield logo. She's a shield agent. Number 19. What does that mean? Mockingbird. Oh, this is Mockingbird a character. Is, uh, um, she was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Blonde, so blonde this, girl? yeah, this this is probably uh, they're going to turn this into a a title. Oh wow. You know something that can be passed on. I imagine oh. from agent to agent, almost kind of like a 007. Or, oh. You know, Hawkeye and another Hawkeye. Um. Yeah. And this is a tease for like maybe she, something to come. She she seems to have been Mockingbird at some point. Uh, Shield agent, yeah. You think we're gonna see more of her, that Laura and that that actor playing? Uh, uh, I forget her name, but she's in. I, all I hope sorts so. Yeah, of, like maybe, like probably so. I mean, yeah. she, like they really seem to plant some seeds there. I think so. I mean, you don't just throw that out for nothing. Yeah, this yeah. is the MCU. Yeah. Oh yeah. There are no dead ends. It, that one watch could be three movies, four shows. Yep. <laughs> Um, and they did leave it pretty much open ended. They're all just hanging out at the Hawkeye house. Yeah. We don't know where they're gonna go from here. Right. This might be like a little Hawkeye team. Right. Yeah. 
All right. Any final thoughts, man? You're happy with what they did? Uh, any Super things you want to fanboy out about this one that you really liked about it? What was your favorite aspect of the show? There, there were a lot of uh, scenes that they filmed um, that were just direct cuts from the comic book, and you could you could tell um, specifically when they had that car chase and the the really nice car that they didn't steal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that some of the cinematics straight rip straight from the comic books mm-hmm. and then you know it it hits you right in the nostalgic feels and you're just like man i remember reading that like 15 years ago crazy yeah and here we are yeah and here we are number one spider-man no way home the biggest movie of 2021 we just saw it again and again i'm sure you're out there seeing it again and again and again they brought them together. It's all happening. All your dreams are coming true with this fantastic film with the web slinger himself. It's Spider-Man No Way Home. Let's give it up. Thirty-second MCU title, the fourth MCU movie released in 2021. Again, this is a Sony film. Spider-Man is the Sony property. The biggest movie that's happened since Avengers Endgame. Huge. First, a little help from Digital Spy. I wanted to bring him some numbers because, my gosh, Ooh, boy. this thing. It's a lot of numbers. A lot of numbers. Especially with the pandemic in full swing. Numbers are crazy. It's like, what are what is even a good box office nowadays? Let's try to help you out. Thanks again to Digital Spy. This thing had a budget of $200 million. Let's talk about the box, op- box office. Had a huge global opening of $600 million worldwide and is currently standing. This is as of just yesterday. Oh, man. This is of January 4th at $1.37 billion as of January 2, making it the 12th highest grossing movie of all time. It's also Sony's biggest movie ever, taking the record from its predecessor, Spider-Man Far From Home, that made $1.13 billion worldwide. Little frame of reference for the year. Black Widow had $375 million. Shang-Chi, $417. Eternals. 399 million. Again, these are all 2021 titles. And if Spider-Man No Way Home manages to end at 1.6 billion, I guess this is the next target, that will make it the third biggest MCU movie of all time. Obviously behind Avengers Endgame and Infinity War. Yeah. Man, this was this this met my expectations. Like and they were so high. Mhm going in and it hit every point i got stuff that i wanted stuff that i didn't know i wanted so many surprises so many things like are they really going to do that they did it 3.8 it's a fair share my friend giggler you're up 3.9 had to one up i had it written down already i promise I spitballed. Honestly, mine. like it has 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 everything. Like the, the expectations were so high, and like how much they over they delivered, and how much I enjoyed it, and still want to keep seeing it. There was so much fan service, yet like the story was so good, and like yep. it just just hit me in the feels, like the, from top to bottom. And like like I said earlier with the Daredevil thing, like barely even remembered that happened by the end. Like it just like I, I think I watched a, a video like the next day, and I was like, oh my god, I forgot he was even in it. Right. So it's just there's just so much that went on and so how it's going to affect 
so much in the future. Like, I'm so pumped. Like, I Spider Man like jumped up to like one of my top favorites. Like, he was in the middle there, but now I'm, I'm reading like random Spider Man comics that I was not really that interested in like weeks ago. So they did their job with me. But wow. Hell yeah, man. Fair yeah. share. Way to go. Um, yeah, if the, you know, this this character, if you weren't a fan or if you were kind of a fan, you're probably a much bigger fan oh, after yeah. seeing the film. No I'm, matter who your Spider-Man was. Exactly. Like this movie was for you. This movie was for you. And this yeah. is for the people that love Spider-Man. I agree. Delivered, over delivered, got me asking more questions. And as vast as this MCU is becoming, like that's what it's all about for me and uh, making it less predictable and more open-ended. And I just feel like taking it to the cosmic multiverse level and seeing that sky break open in this movie is like, that's what I'm going for. Yeah. And I want to see like where that goes and multiverse and madness will be a payoff that I think this movie was just kind of starting to show you. Oh yeah. You know, it's just barely doing it. Yeah. This was a spider. This was just man. Spider-Man. This was Spider-Man. A 3.85. Oh man. Everybody price is right in me over here. <laughs> Coming that's, in. Hey, and that's uh that's how it goes though. Yeah. All right, Spider-Man No Way Home. We obviously loved it. Man, we just talked about it. Uh, this is probably the longest review we've ever done. Oh yeah. Um and Worth I knew it. I knew it was gonna be that way because when when you when you have something you love, you end up talking about it a lot more. And uh it, there I, that was no question here. I could keep going. I have more notes. Go ahead. Remember the uh <laughs> was the Doctor Strange what if moment that you can you say it again? Yeah, sure. So that was whenever Doctor Strange Astro planes Peter out of the body, then his Spider-Man body is keeping the box from him, and it's his spider sense. So yeah. Is, uh, how, taking over. Taking over. Think. Yeah. Or maybe, and this theory. Yes. Do you want to say can it? Can you remind the name again? I've, yeah, I've so in again. What If, in the Doctor Strange episode, when he's trying to go back and save Christine over and over, and it won't work, he learns from the Ancient One that... There are these things called absolute points. An absolute point in time. And we may maybe talked about it in Loki, I feel Cannot like. Cannot yes. be changed. Can't be changed. This is something that's so vital to all existence that you this can't change. This happens everywhere, always, every time. And that was the thing that he couldn't change. Mm. Okay, so in this, the theory is that without Spider-Man going on that journey to become his ultimate Spider-Man and lose Aunt May and all the things that transpired that this was like one of those things that even with magic involved, the theory was a red, it was like a Reddit post. Yeah. I think. Yes. Couldn't, couldn't be changed. Couldn't be changed no matter what. And that was like additionally, like, I think it was like a combination, maybe a bolt. Like it's a cool theory. It could be either or it could be both. It could be, love, or it could be neither. I love yeah. the speculation. That's the kind of shit. That... I felt like you could see the spider sense. So it's hard for me to back off that, but I could pair that with something with yours where it's like, cause Dr. Strange was really confused. He was like, you should not be able to do that. Yeah. Like, even him knowing that Spider-Man is Spider-Man, he's like, you shouldn't be able to do that. I was waiting for him to say, like, oh, well, you missed in the background in the clouds. You could see the Watcher's bald head. Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, what? That's what you got to start looking for is the Watcher. <laughs> like, now that we've seen it in What If. Right. That'd be All wild. Right. That was good. And what else you got in your notes? Um, I mean, let's see. Does, like, where, do we, where does Daredevil go from here? Like, yeah, where are we going to see yeah. her next? It's just weird that she introduced... And then he's going to not even remember who Peter Parker was. So it's like he basically right. just made a cameo in this. And then and how do we like yeah. just, at, at the end of this right. movie? Like, why do if, I have this unpaid bill? What if Spider-Man some random guy. was like yesterday? Yeah. What if Spider-Man <laughs> shows up and goes, has a conversation with the Avengers? Can't he? So they don't know who Peter, 
Peter Parker is. But, but they know Spider Man. So like they know Spider Man in their head. They work the with Spider Man. Is Spider Man just like a guy that doesn't talk ever, and they just like he can talk, but he I can talk, but yeah. they don't. Do you know, know what I'm saying? Who he I is. That's the part that bothered me the most. I think I'm telling you, yeah, it's like my it was my first question. Like, but, how does this work with everybody that knows yeah. him? It'll be addressed. I yes, guess, but. And yeah, like eventually, and, yeah, and like and like, who knows where it's all going to lead? Because it's going to be a lot of like things jumping around so fast that like these things we're worried about, I don't think we'll be worried about because like it's going to be like multiverse of madness, <laughs> and then God. beyond. Jesus. The question is, does any of this get addressed in Morbius? Any of it? Yeah, any of it? Because no, this is the Spider Verse. This movie was supposed to come out in 2020. That's insane. Mid 2020, they started filming Spider Man after this movie was supposed to come out. And it just got delayed again. And it got so delayed that they completely filmed Spider Man No Way Home. Yeah. And released it before this movie came out. Oh my God. And now it's, and here we are again. And we know of, we know all the threads that we've seen in the trailers of Morbius. Yeah, it's got everything. It's got the Spider Man Raimi on the wall. You got the yeah. vulture from, uh, that we saw in from Homecoming, the MCU, from the Spider-Man. MCU. We got, uh, the Daily Bugle newspaper. Um, we got we, a mention of Venom. A mention a, of a, Venom. A straight up mention. Yeah. But just to briefly reflect, 2021, look at that. MCU, man. WandaVision, Falcon, Loki. Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki, Black Widow, What If, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Hawkeye, and Spider-Man. That was one year. I can't believe it. And we did them all. Not not only was it one year, but it was a pandemic year. A pandemic year. And we're getting like, this. This is what we got. Those were all the Marvel films we got and sh- TV shows. Uh, big thanks to Digital Spy helped with that list. But man, that was a great time. I think we did a great job in 21. I hope you guys enjoyed those reviews. And again, you can check all those out at MostlySuperheroes.com forward slash MCU. And that's the year, folks. Hope you enjoyed those reviews. Thanks so much for checking out Mostly Superheroes. If you are here for the first time or if you're one of our recurring fans that listens or watches us every single week, big things coming this year in 2022, including an event coming up at February 25th, 2022 at Wellspent Brewing Company. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Tournament on Switch. Come out and see us. We want to see you there. Check that out on our events page, mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash events. We're also looking to collaborate and partner with music artists, charities and organizations, venues here in St. Louis, and beyond. If you're wanting to partner up and potentially do some kind of fun event, get featured on the show, anything of the sort, check us out at mostlysuperheroes.com. We'd love to hear from you. And thanks so much for subscribing to our podcast, to our YouTube channel, and on Patreon, where you get early episodes on Sunday with bonus content in between stuff like the breaks and the pre-show, all the behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content over there on Patreon. And thank you so much for supporting your favorite independent podcasts. This has been our best of episode. We can't wait to do our best of 2022, but we got a long way to go and a lot of episodes that will be coming out in between. So join us here each and every week at MostlySuperheroes.com, and we'll see you next time. Take it easy.